Hallelujah. Come on, can we stand and lift our hands all over this house this morning? God, it is you, Jesus. It's always been you, Jesus. And today we are made aware, God, not only that it is you, it was you and it will be you. It's always been you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for the presence that I feel Amen. in this house today. Amen. I am thankful for this opportunity in this season to bring the word of the Lord this morning. Amen. If you would, turn with me in your Bibles to Psalms chapter 16. Read Psalm 16, verse 11, and also Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. So thankful to have each and every one of you here. Thank you to all of our guests that are here with us today. Amen. We pray that you've already been blessed and felt the love of the Lord. Amen. We pray that you would stick around after service. Give us an opportunity to say hello and get to know you. But we are delighted that you are here today. Amen. Psalms chapter 16 verse 11 says, Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. Say joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In thy presence there is fullness of joy. Luke chapter 2 verse 8 it says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now we just sang a song about people who were waiting for the coming. They didn't know it was Him, but they were so eagerly waiting because they needed something. They needed joy. And when that angel came and delivered the word, they didn't just sit there and say, well, you're right, that's exactly what we needed. But the Bible says that they said, let us go now. And the Bible said, and they went with haste. Because they were longing for what they had just heard. They needed joy. And I've come to speak to somebody today that needs joy. I've come to speak to a church today that needs joy in your life this morning. For just a little while I want to preach joy. The gift of His presence. The gift of His presence. Amen. You can be seated this morning. Today, I I do not feel equipped to share with you what I have felt on my heart the last several weeks because I have not yet mastered this joy. And though it is at times evident in my life, I can also point to days where it is evident that this kind of joy is not always present in my life the way that it should be. The song you hear on the radio during this season will tell you that it is the most wonderful time of the year. 
But for many, it has become everything but the most wonderful time of the year. With that being said, I do believe there is a component that I see that is missing in our lives. And it's not more presents, it's not more lights, it's not more songs, it's not more parties, it's not more nativity scenes. Where It's not more of the angel coming to the shepherds at night. It is more of that joy that they brought. It is more joy that is needed in our world today. It is more joy that I need in my life today. It's the very words that were spoken on that night. Where the angel of the Lord came to the shepherds in their night. Where there had been 400 years of unknown and uncertainty and silence. And more than the literal night that they were in, they were experiencing a very dark season. But the angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Notice the angel did not bring them something they did not need. The angel didn't come and say, I've come to bring you a bunch of gifts that are really useless to you. I didn't come to waste your time. I didn't come to just spout off some words today. But I came with a word from the Lord. I have come with a mission from God. And that is to bring you good tidings of great joy. He brought that to them because that's what they needed in the hour in which they were at. That's what they needed in their night season. And the angel came and said, I've come to bring to you tonight exactly what you need God knew in a world where people had been waiting for a very long time for the coming of the Messiah what they needed more than anything was good news they needed great joy they didn't want to open the newspaper again and read one more horrible thing that's happened. They didn't want to open the computer one more time and see something terrible. They didn't want to get a late night phone call that changed the trajectory of their family and totally left them in shock. What they needed was great joy. They needed a help from God that is not of this world, but it is what the Bible says, a joy unspeakable. It is something you can't cannot explain if you open all the books in the world this kind of joy cannot be described because it's something that God gives and it's something that we need today and better than that the angel said this is not just for you this is for all people when God shows up joy becomes available which tells me that without God true joy Great joy cannot be found, bought, or borrowed. Sure, joy is in the world. The Bible says that hypocrites have joy. But I don't just go to the dictionary to find out what joy means. Because when I do, I am very disappointed. Webster's Dictionary does not define my life, though. While we enjoy learning and knowing what words mean, there are some things that I cannot look to the world for. There are some things that I can't just go to any book and learn about. The song we used to sing says, This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy... This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. 
There is a joy that's out there. There's a pleasure that's out there. But that's not the joy I'm talking about today. This joy. This joy is different than that joy. And this joy that I have doesn't come from outside of these walls. It doesn't come from the bar. It doesn't come from a bottle. It doesn't come from anywhere else but God. This joy that I have, the world did not give it to me. You see, Webster's Dictionary gets real cute with it. It says joy is a feeling. Well, that's a big problem right there from the get-go. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Wow. Wow. And we wonder why people are lacking joy. Because they're basing it upon their feeling. This joy, though, is more than a feeling. My feelings are fickle. My feelings change with every headache, heartache, disappointment, frustration. My feelings change with blessings and breakthroughs and revival. My feelings are up and down all of the time. And so if my joy is predicated upon my feelings, then I'm going to have days where I've got a lot of joy. And I'm going to have days where I have no joy and great joy and no joy. But this joy, God said, you can have it any time that you want it. You can have it today. You can have it tomorrow. You can have it on good days. You can have it on hard days. This joy is not that joy. And I want you to get that today. If my viewpoint of joy is predicated on my feelings, there's going to be days where you're not going to see joy in my life. While praying and feeling after the Lord, I feel like joy, this great joy that I'm referring to today is not only missing in our world, but I often find that sometimes it's even missing in my own life. As hard as that is to realize, when you begin to open the word of the Lord and see what joy is, It is very revealing to you if you've got it or not. It's very eye-opening to see if it's got a hold of you or not or if you just dabble in it a little bit. Because when you've got it, it totally changes everything you do, everything you say. It changes your attitude. It changes your outlook on life. It changes the way you handle disappointments. It handles the way that you deal with people. That kind of joy changes you. But I am concerned today that this great joy is missing in our world. My world is not lacking chaos. It's not lacking confusion. It's not lacking opinions. But my world does seem to be lacking this true joy. There is no joy in our job. You say there's no joy in your school or in your marriage. And and we have reasons for why we don't have joy in those things. And typically it's because of circumstances. Well, I used to like my job, but, but now things have changed and everything's not going the way that it used to be. And, and I was promised this promotion that I didn't get. And I was told that I was going to get a raise and I did. It's the circumstances that have affected the joy that you had about that job. It's not the job itself that changed. It's the circumstances that changed. And so your joy in that has been shifted not because of the lack of joy, but because of the circumstances. You say, well, my my husband doesn't love me the way that he used to love me. He doesn't hold my hand when we ride in the car anymore. He doesn't go and help me unload the groceries anymore. And all of these things have changed, but it's, it's circumstances that have changed. And so we look at this 
And we say, well, what does that have to do with this? Because joy does not keep you from life, but it helps you get you through life. While our reasons and excuses may be legitimate and while it may affect my happiness, I have got to keep joy. We say, well, because of these things, we don't have joy. But could it be these things are as difficult as they are because I have no joy? Is it because of my attitude and my outlook and, and the way that I've perceived things? And it's, it's my heart and myself that I have to really look at and say, yes, circumstances have changed. Yes, he doesn't hold my hand in the car anymore. Yes, life has been difficult. Yes, my job hasn't been everything that I thought it would be. But I cannot allow all of those things that are going on to affect what is happening inside of here. Because if I allow every little thing to mess up this joy that I have then I have been robbed then I have been beaten then I lose I cannot afford to lose this joy I can't allow circumstances to rob me of this joy because it's this joy that's going to get me through happiness is not joy happiness is conditional Happiness comes from the root word hap, which means by chance, or luck, or fortune. And though in the world's eyes and their ideas, the two words are probably the same thing. And hear me this morning, while I do believe that God wants you to be happy, if you go into the Word of God and look for the word happy, you will find it about 25 times. But if you go into the Word of God and you look for the word joy, you're going to find it 187 times. So while God wants you to be happy, happiness is, is just luck. Happiness just happens every once in a while. But you can have joy even in bad days. You can have joy even in rough seasons. You can have joy when you're crying. You can have joy while you're working. You can have joy every season that you face in your life. Because joy is a choice. Happiness will come and go, but joy needs to be constant. Well, does that mean that if I have joy that I won't have hard times? Oh, no. Listen to what someone said. They said, joy is not necessarily the absence of suffering, but joy is the presence of God. Joy in my suffering is the presence of God. Joy is what I draw from when I am weak. Joy is what I can draw from when I am tired and when I am weary. It's the presence of God. Hear me this morning. You can have tears and have joy. You can have rough days and have joy. There may not be happiness, but you can have joy. If the only time I have joy is when my feelings and my pleasure and my happiness are all lined up, then we are in trouble. If the only time joy is evident in my life is when my bank account is full and luck's just falling my way and every day sunshine and every day there's rainbows outside and every day everything's great. If all of that has to line up for me to have joy in my life, then I'm never going to have true joy. But when I say that I want joy and I want it a part of my life, that means there's going to be hard days, but joy's still there. That means there's going to be days that are rough in my home, but joy 
voice still lives in my home. There's going to be days where I'm facing struggles and things I'm going through. But may I go through it with joy. Happiness is accidental. But joy is intentional. Joy is not a natural decision. It's a supernatural mindset. Robert Stevenson said, find out where joy resides and give it a voice that is far beyond singing. For to miss the joy is to miss all. If you miss joy, then you miss everything. Of all the things the angel could have come with that night, he said, I want you to get this. I bring you good tidings of great joy. I want you to get it. I bring you good tidings of great joy. If you get everything and not this, then you've missed it. But if you don't get everything else, but you can get this, I've come to bring you good tidings of great joy. Great joy. Joy is a choice. Joy is fruit of the Spirit. Joy is a God-given gift. The biblical joy definition is a ringing cry of gladness. A singing, a rejoicing, a shout of triumph, exultation, gladness in the Lord. One said joy is a posture of the heart. One reference, 1 Peter 8 and 9, that said, Whom having not seen ye love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. They stated that joy is gladness, not based on circumstances. Whether I see them or I don't see them, I've got joy. Whether everything's going good or everything's going bad, I've got joy. Whether there's money or there's no money, I have joy. I have joy. I have joy. It's a posture of my heart. It's a mindset that comes from here, not here. And it says, I've already made up my heart. That I will have joy. Joy is supernatural delight. Our text this morning gave us some insight on joy. The psalmist said in his presence. There is fullness of joy. And when there is fullness of joy. You can be joyful. You can be full of joy. Joyful means I experience joy, I cause joy, and I show joy. I experience it, I show it, and I share it. I get a hold of it, I show it everywhere I go, and I share it everywhere I go. It's the joy of the Lord. It's not just something I found on the side of the road, but it's something that comes from Him that I can experience for myself, and then I can show it and share it. This joy, the angel said, is not just for you, but it's for all people. So don't just hear my word about getting joy, but I want you to be joyful. 
I want you to know that when God shows up in His presence, there is fullness of joy. That when you show up to the house of God, that joy can begin overflowing. That when you walk outside of these walls, there's joy in your heart. There's joy that flows from your lips. You can leap for joy. You can shout for joy. You can go with joy. That's all possible because of His presence. This joy is not just for me. It's not designated to the preachers only. It's not designated to the VIP and the special elect. It's not designated to the wise men only. It's not designated to the kings and queens. He came to lowly shepherds and he said it's for you and it's for all people. I want you to know this joy that I'm talking about. The word that I've come with today is for everybody. And I want you to get a hold of it and know it's for you and it's for everybody else. This joy is is for the shepherds and the wise men. This great joy is for all people. In Acts chapter 8, it says that Philip healed the sick. He delivered the demon oppressed and he preached the gospel. All of which in Acts chapter 8 verse 8 says, And there was great joy in that city. Because one man, because one man, because one man had experienced something far greater than words could describe. He said, I've experienced it and now I'm going to share it. Now I'm going to show others and now I'm going to tell them. And when he stepped out and began doing those things and God began to lead him, he began to heal people. He began to see things change in an instant. And because of all that God was doing through him, there was something that not only changed in his dynamic, in his little bubble, but it got out. Word got out. And the Bible says that there was great joy in that city. I wonder what would happen if you left with joy today. If you walked out of this place today joyful and you said, who can I touch? Who can I show it to? Who can I pray for today? And because of that, the joy that you have would be spread abroad and there would be great joy in Webster that when others would hear about it when others would read about it they would say I don't know what was going on but when the world was full of chaos and trouble and many were weeping many were turning off the news many didn't want to see what was going on out in the world there was a church somewhere that had a spark and all of a sudden people began talking and people began shouting and people began leaping and people began rejoicing because somebody got a hold of joy and there was joy in that city let there be joy in my city let there be joy in my home let there be joy in my marriage let there be joy in my family let there be joy in everything that I do there was joy in that city the scripture did not say I received it just by being in his presence. That when I just showed up into the house of God that the joy was inserted. There it's done. Because some of us have come into the house of the Lord today and many other times when you felt beat down. And just coming through the back doors did not change everything in a moment. But there are moments where you have come and that joy has been available that fullness of joy that is available in His presence. And you came to an altar. 
and you cried and you wept and something got a hold of you. And you had to push through some things. And you had to break forth from some things that you were going through. But when joy finally took hold, it changed the way that you lived. It changed the way that you've acted. Some of you are here today because there was one day, not only the Holy Ghost got a hold of you, but because joy got into your heart. Because joy changed the way that you lived your life. Being here in the presence of God is wonderful, but when joy is not automatically mine, when I'm in His presence and when He steps onto the scene, joy has now become attainable. Though trouble is present, demons are evident and sickness is surrounding, joy can still be found. How? Because somebody can get a hold of that great joy. Someone's heart can get in the right posture. And when Christ is preached... There is joy. When Christ's birth is proclaimed, there is joy. When Christ is present, there is joy and fullness of joy. To say that there is fullness of joy would also tell us today that there is a place that you can be where you are lacking joy. Perhaps even empty of all joy. Perhaps some of you have cried tears. Perhaps you've even said, I don't know where my joy is. I don't know where, my, where that joy that comes from God is. I feel so barren. I feel so empty. I feel so alone. Though there's people surrounding me and people that even live in my home who tell me they love me and tell me they care about me. Where I am at right now, I feel no joy and I feel empty and I feel alone. But what if I told you today? That your level of emptiness can determine the amount you could be filled today. What all would you pour out to God if I told you that here in this presence there is fullness of joy? What all would you pour out today to make room for joy? What all would you empty of yourself today and those past things and past failures that have been clogging you up for far too long? Would you lay down and say, God, I'm not holding on to this any longer. I want that joy that we're talking about today. I need that joy that we're referencing today. I want that kind of joy in my life. Some of us have been empty of joy for so long and I don't speak this to bring sorrow and pain but to show you that you can overcome with joy. You can overcome with joy. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Who for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross. He endured life's hardest knocks. He endured the most rough things that this world could take him to. And he endured it. How did he do it? How did he make it to the cross? How did he let them put the nails in his hand? How did he push through all of the pain and push through all of the sorrow? Because there was joy that was set before him. He saw that what is right now is not always what will be. He saw beyond the current struggle. He saw beyond the nail. He saw beyond the frustration. He 
saw beyond all of this and he wanted to show you that you can make it through hard times. You can make it when everybody despises and rejects you. You can make it when everybody persecutes you. You can make it when they want to crucify you. How do you make it when your loved ones abandon you? Joy is set before you. How do you make it when you're going through a storm? Joy is set before you. And if that joy is set before me, I can endure the cross. I can push on a little bit further because I have joy. Because there's something inside of me that is not from man. This world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. So come on at me with whatever you've got. I can endure all things because there is joy that is set before me. Some of you have done all you know to do. And you feel empty of joy. But you've continued faithfully. And you've cried so many tears. And you've wept. And you've given of yourself. You've come to church time and time again. And you've given all that you know to give. And done all that you know to do. But I encourage you today. I encourage you today. Keep on sowing. Don't be weary in well doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And they that sow in tears, they that sow in tears, they shall reap with joy. So keep doing whatever you're doing. Keep putting your hand to the plow. Keep getting on your knees and praying. Let the tears fall. Let the pain come. But in spite of all of it, I'm going to reap in joy. Though the sorrow may last for a night, joy, joy, joy comes in the morning. What I'm going through right now is not permanent. What I'm facing right now is not the end because I have joy because there's something that is keeping me going it's keeping me coming to the presence of God because I know that if I can get to this place if I can get into the presence of God then I can find that fullness of joy joy when it feels gone you can cry restore unto me the joy of my salvation God, pour it out again like that first time all over again when you found me. And I was excited about living for you. I was excited. There was a gladness in my heart. Everywhere I went, I had a smile on my face. Not because life was hunky-dory. Not because everything was perfect. But because you had saved me. You had called me out of darkness and brought me into light. You had buried me in water with your name. God, and it's because of that that I have joy. And somewhere along the way, I don't have it like I used to have it. And that's okay. Okay, because there's still joy that's available and you can come and say God restore restore unto me the joy of my salvation scripture says you can shout for joy it says you can go with joy it says they made sacrifices of joy it said they had joy 
It said that the joy of the Lord is my strength. There is a voice of joy. It says there is exceeding joy. It says there's a joy that can be seen. It says there's a joy that can be heard. It said sing for joy. It said you can have everlasting joy. It said break forth into joy. It said go out with joy. There's a scripture that says I need the oil of joy for my sorrows. The Bible says I will joy. There is great joy. It says I can leap for joy. It says we will joy in God. Fill you with all joy. There is joy of faith. And also, I love this one. It says in Acts chapter 20, but none of these things moved me. None of them changed my direction. None of them got me off path. Neither count I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy. I didn't just start off with joy, but I want to finish with joy. I didn't want to just feel joy when I started out living for God, but I may be 85 and weak and weary today and I want to finish with joy. I want to keep joy at the forefront. I want to keep a spirit of joy deep down inside of me all the days of my life. I want it to change my perception. I want it to change my attitude. I just want joy let's stand all over this house this morning there is a gift that is available to you today and I too bring you good tidings of great joy and that is God is here today and when God arrives on the scene there is great joy in his presence there is fullness of joy It matters not how you came in this morning. It matters not that you didn't have joy when you got here today. Because you are in the very presence of God. And in His presence, there is fullness of joy. It's a joy that can be heard today. It can be seen today. And it can even be felt today. Let that hard shell be broken because joy is here. Joy can be obtained today. I want you to respond today not based on circumstances, not based on what you've been going through, not based on what the world is facing today, but I want you to respond today as if this were your last. Pastor said it a moment ago, if this was your last opportunity to attain that joy, If you got to get down on your knees and you've got to cry out to God. I I don't want your response to be what the tempo of the music's doing. We do that. If it's an upbeat song, we're going to shout and dance and sing. And if it's slow, we're going to cry. I don't want you thinking on those terms. I want you thinking about where you need to be. I want you thinking about how you need to attain that joy. If you need to come to an altar and fall down and weep and say, God, I need you to restore the joy of my salvation. God, I've been weak. I've been broken. I've been busted. God, I just need that joy. If that's what it takes for you to leave this place with joy today, I want you to do that. But if it takes you saying, you know what? I've gotten a little too tight sitting here. I'm going to step just two two steps out into the aisle. I'm not going to get into anybody's bubble, but I've just you're going to have to just give me a moment. And it may not happen right at first, but I need joy today. 
And so I'm going to shout for joy. I'm going to leap for joy. I'm going to start doing something until I have that joy again. And I'm not leaving here today without it. I'm not leaving here today until I've got that joy, that unspeakable joy. I open these altars today. I open every pew, every aisle. Make this place a place of joy. Let joy be heard in our city today. Let it be seen. Let it become evident on your face and your spirit that something has come over you that God has come into this place and there is fullness of joy. Oh, God, if I've got to shout through some stuff, let me shout through it. God, if I've got to weep, let me weep. God, if I've got to pound my fist, let me pound my fist. God, I just want that joy, that great joy.